which is important because the next thing we're talking about is uh, what about mall shopping insights? So there's a chance I may, just when I'm done today, uh, go out shopping with my wife. Uh, and, and I've said so before, often sentence that is probably the place that I would go to besides other markets. So I find it interesting that uh, Gibbs and Prime Media Unlimited have put together a series of insights into a mall shopper. Could they be talking about people like me and you? We'll find out after this. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, so Kerry Chip is going to take us through all of that, finding out about the mall shopper insight. It's important to you as a shopper. It's just as important, these insights, uh, if you are a, a store, you know, if you're a brand, if you're marketing to a potential shopper like, like myself. It's very important what you're going to hear next. Kerry Chip is with me, Gibbs Senior Lecturer as well as Lead Project Researcher for this project, which is put together by Gibbs and Prime Media Unlimited into these mall shopper insights. So, uh, Kerry, good chatting to you. Hi. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. I hope you're well. Good. Thank you so much. I certainly am, yes. G- give me your thoughts. I mean, first of all, the, the why factor. Why was this done? Uh, because, A, it needed to be done every year, or, in fact, it hasn't been done before? Well, it hasn't been done before. They are... There's a lot of data in the market on consumers. There's MCO moder- uh, Media and Product Surveys. There's Abuse's Wealth Survey. And Caxton have roots which touches on retail but doesn't really go into what the shopper does. So we felt that there was a gap in the market in terms of shopper behavior into what happens in the mall. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm particularly interested in, in how you define certain shoppers. Let's start with that. Then there's there's a few different categories of, of, of the type of shopper that, that we talk about, right? What, what are they? Well, we define the categories after the fact. So we did a random sample of people going into seven major malls, and we asked them why they were there. So then we did an occasion-based segmentation. So the categories we found are da- generated by the data rather than us thinking this at the outset. Would you want me to go through the categories? Yeah, please do, yes. Mm. Well, one of the categories I found very interesting was the business shopper because they are very opportunistic and we reckon they are not very price sensitive because they're time sensitive rather than price sensitive. Mm -hmm. And even though they're only 3% of all shoppers, they are 12% of the spend. So they're spending four times what they are in terms of their weight. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, Yes, And, and, and we thought... It's, it's almost like the business people are saying, well, I'm here now. I don't get to be here very mm, often. Mm, so mm, mm. I must take advantage of being in, in this location. Uh, there was a business shopper. There's a leisure shopper. These are very different creatures because they go there to socialize. They go there to connect with other people. It's not that they don't spend, but they're driving the spend in the entertainment uh, restaurant, the more relaxed. Okay, so those sitting at the, the coffee more. shops would be the leisure shopper, yeah? Yes, and, and frequenting the entertainment centers. They tend to be younger, mm-hmm. so it would be a younger kind of coffee shop or a younger kind of venue, so you're looking at more your your food courts and things like that. Okay, and the, and the uh, others? Mm-hmm. And the others, so the, it was a leather shop. One that was worth a hell of a lot, even though they're not the dominant category, because I'll get to the dominant category in a minute in terms of numbers. In terms of spend, as in terms of spend per minute and, and value, overall is the take a break, sh- break shopper. Now they're the opposite to the leisure shopper. The leisure shopper is going there to connect. They're going there to connect with people. The take a break shopper is going there to disconnect. It's like I-, I need to disconnect from my life. I need to step out and this is a therapeutic 
self-orientated occasion, and we saw them spending a hell of a lot of money. The, the highest spend per unit, even though they're not the biggest group. The biggest okay. group are your gold directed shops. Okay, we'll talk about the gold directed one in a second. So, so that's what I want to stay with. I mean, because often we hear this phrase shopping therapy, and this is what you're talking about, right? Yes. Where people have issues yes. in their lives, whatever they may be, and not only do they walk out, they actually physically spend money to make themselves better or feel better. Yes, yes, that, that's what we found. It was, it was the reward of self. It's like, I need, I need to disconnect. So they weren't going there to meet people. They weren't going there. Uh, they might take their kids with, but that's about as far as you're going in terms of other people. And then they reward themselves for whatever stresses are, are going on in their lives. Okay, then the goal-directed shopper? They're going there for a purpose. So the, when we're saying they, they had a clear idea, I'm going here for the bank, I'm going here for the medical suite, I'm going here because I have a particular household food need. So they have a clear purpose to their journey. Where they take a break, it's like, well, I don't actually have a particular thing I want to buy. I don't have a pressing need to go to the medical suite. I just need to take a break. So the goal directed, I'm, I'm here for a particular reason. And this reason is what drove me to the mall today. Mm. So they wouldn't be there for any other reason. While the one lot are going to hang out, the business people are going there for to, to meet for a business reason. While the, the take a break, they don't have, I, I need to buy clothing, but even though they land up buying clothing. So it's, it's not a particular need. Where the goal directed are, I'm here for a reason. And... They are going to fulfill that reason. And it's surprising that 75% of them did. So three quarters actually did the thing that they were intending on doing. Now, obviously, from a, when I see on average about people spend about one hour, 30 minutes in a, in a mall, right? Roughly yes. between all of them. I would have thought it's a lot more, quite honestly, because I'm reflecting that I spend a lot more time there. Because if you have coffee or you have lunch, you easily go over that limit anyway, right? But more importantly, what is this information, what does this mean to, uh, to, to marketers within a mall? Well, for me, the biggest insight was the, the mall environment itself, how it can shape purchase decisions. So... The more people, because we asked them, did they get involved in demonstrations? Did they notice? So we had a whole lot of marketing activities where you actually get involved with something. You do a taste test or whatever. And then we had, did you notice banner advertising? Did you notice it on escalators in the washrooms? That kind of thing. And what surprised me is the more that they noticed it, the more they did, they planned stuff they didn't plan. They bought stuff they didn't plan on buying. Mm -hmm. And they went into areas they didn't plan on visiting. So... There's a lot of shaping of behavior in them all. And when we asked them why they bought something, because we asked them when they arrived, what are you doing here? And then we had a few introductory questions, and then we set them free. And we said, if you come back, we'll give you a voucher. Because we didn't want them to try and be logical or, or try and make internal sense. Well, I said I was going to do this today, so I must, you know, I, I must represent that I did it. You know, to be consistent, because people have a desire to be consistent. But when they came out, we found a lot of them said they noticed the advertising. And when we asked them, why did you buy that thing? They said, well, I thought it was on special. Mm, mm, and, and that was a huge category. A good like reason to buy. Of the time, yeah. it's, it's, it's at the point of sale. Which, which that means Either, then, you know, for, for, for a national brand, uh, they could spend less money, you know, in, in terms of brand awareness, but a lot more within the mall itself, knowing that's the time the person's likely to make the purchase, right? I hear you, but... I think the advertising serves a different purpose. You've got 
out of out of uh, above the line advertising, which builds your brand, mm-hmm. which establishes trust, and then you've got point of sale, what McKinsey are calling the last mile. You know that last that steals the deal, that drives volume, that is where they actually make the purchase. Because when we ask them, you know, SMS campaigns and things like that, only four percent said I came because of an SMS. If they received the SMS in the mall then they could make use of the opportunity of their location. Because we found a lot of people are hampered because they're like, well, that ad is great, but I'm not in the space. Mm, 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 mm. And yeah. when there's so much opportunistic shopping, it sounds like, well, I'm in the space now, so I'm going to take advantage of it. All right, we've got about three minutes. Uh, any, any other insight that you'd like to bring up that, that you think w- would be important for us to know about? Well, I think a, a lost opportunity is Wi-Fi. There seems to be a clear consumer value proposition of I can get free data, but there's very little what marketers are doing with the Wi-Fi. So if we could get them, and funny enough, KZN is the highest Wi-Fi, people switching on Wi-Fi, there's very little offering. So if we want to effectively target people's location, Wi-Fi is an excellent opportunity, but there doesn't seem to be a marketer value proposition or a retail value proposition which is built around this is what you'll get from having a Wi-Fi offering and shaping the Wi-Fi offering so that when consumers access it, they, their value is clear. I'm getting free data. I don't have to get one of those SMSs from Vodacom or Selfie saying, you know, your data bundle is about to expire. I'm, I'm going to go sit and download. And mm, a lot of mm, people that mm. I spoke to were saying, you know, especially for their kids, their kids can go and download stuff in the mall. But they're turning it on. That means we can access them easily and they can see the value. They, they're getting a deal for it. So it's like, okay, I'm getting free data. You might give me some advertising which I can take advantage of, but it's it's a good relationship. Yeah, indeed. I, I see that. I see the taxis are in fact doing that. Let's see how that plays out, right? Uh, yes. Whether that's going to make much of a difference, right? Okay, maybe maybe two two three other comments. I'd love you to. Well, whatever happens, I'd love you to tweet me the results if you can at Ashraf Garanda, yes. so I can then share that with listeners. You can also post it well besides me to SAFM Radio, Twitter, as well as Facebook, um, so that we can share that, right? But having said that, uh, one or two more insights that you can share with us. Well, in terms of consumers, I mean, I have a special interest in consumer behavior, and I found South Africans are deal, they have a, a continuum between between frugal, like I don't want to spend money, mm. to I'll spend whatever I want. And I, we found that, that South African consumers are deal prone. So if you offer them a deal, they'll take it. They don't interrogate it to any great extent. So they don't say, well, is this really a deal? What I think would be interesting, and Pamiri have hinted that we might do this next year, is as interest rates go up, as petrol prices go up, you know, as the rand goes down, does that change them from being deal prone to being value conscious? And value conscious is they keep checking or checkers is offering it at this price. Or was, you know, so they have an internal. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good point. Yeah, so there's a big headline to say petrol prices going up. Does that change me going to a mall the very next day? Something to certainly think about. All right, let's. So do le- they respond to deals in the same way? And indeed, yeah. let's let's leave it at that. Thank you so much. Don't forget to just tweet me the information. There are some great insights that I think. Uh, whether you're a consumer, whether you're the shopper, whether you're this brand marketer, goodness, you need to have this information with you. I think it's really important. Kerry Chip uh, is the Gibbs senior lecturer who's led this project as well and that's the Gibbs and Prime Media Unlimited's Mall Shopper Insights. Lots more to come. Uh, We do this every week around this time. We get the ASA. You've heard about them of course uh, and they give us a report on on some of the complaints including this time Cell C that comes up right after this.